Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Maesta Panels, Chapter 17, Part 2. The train's next brief stop at Bologna Central, the city's railway station, went smoothly. In contrast to their frightening highway incident at the edge of town the day before, Wade was reflecting again on the harrowing drive-by collision when his video phone received an incoming signal from Denari's scientist, James Felix. He again moved away from Julia before answering. Hi, Dave. How's life in the fast lane? Always interesting, Jim, Wade smiled. How's life on the beach? Wouldn't know. Haven't been in ages. Too busy. Working on your next creation? Wade asked hoping to entice James into revealing the latest invention he was developing? Yep, and I need some money to buy some new toys. Got anything for me? Wade paused before he answered, gently biting his lip in a show of concern. James was not asking for a loan. He never did. Whenever he needed money, he wanted to earn it. Not right now, Jim, but I can front you some dollars against your next job. No thanks, Dave. I was just asking. By the way, did you get the stuff I sent you last week? Referring to a few new gadgets, specifically designed for Wade. Sure did, replied Wade, masking his enthusiasm. He loved the new gizmos. James was a young man so full of ideas that he seemed to give birth to something new every day, including the customized satellite signal amplifier for the Denari tracking app Wade relied on. James Felix also loved music, 20th century music. His tastes were eclectic, showcased into Wade's ears during every video call. Today, the background soundtrack to their conversation was the John Denver classic, Country Roads. On other recent occasions, their chats were accompanied by the tunes of Sinatra, Elvis, The Beatles, ABBA, Journey, Prince, and Soundgarden. James never seemed to repeat his musical choices, thereby anointing himself, in Wade's eyes, despite his youth, as the ultimate old-school audiophile. Having studied, trained, taught, and worked up and down the American West Coast, James spent most of his time these days in his UCLA Santa Monica Marina del Rey Golden Triangle, where he worked and lived. He was a tall, handsome, sandy-blonde California kid with a roundish baby face, cheek dimples, and hair always down below his ears. He grew up loving everything science and was passionate about becoming an inventor. His heroes were Edison, Archimedes, and Da Vinci. Hey, Jim, I'm in the land of Da Vinci, declared Wade. Is that right, said James, pushing away his neglected overlong bangs from his eyes. Well, tell him I said buongiorno and to keep up the good work. Will do, Jim. Take care. Wade laughed to himself as he returned to his seat next to Julia. He resumed his research and readings about Giotto, the new enigmatic character in this swiftly unfolding drama. He learned that most of the master painter's life was shrouded in mystery, tradition, and legend. One famous story tells of the Pope's search for the best painter in Italy. When asked for a drawing which would give the Pope some idea of his competence and style, Giotto reached for a brush dipped in red paint and parchment. 
he then closed his arm to his side to make a sort of compass of it, and in one even sweep scribed a perfect circle. Impressed, His Holiness understood the achievement and gave Giotto an important commission. As they rolled into the outskirts of Padua, Wade turned his thoughts to Hewitt, anxiously awaiting info from Denari's crack historian. Proof that Wade was often simpatico with his team, his device illuminated, announcing the reception of Hewitt's message and info. Duccio was engaged in witchcraft? Wow, that's amazing, Wade thought. What next? The high-speed train's swift journey to Padua was coming to an end, just as Julia awoke. She stretched one arm and looked back at Wade with half-closed eyes. Still drowsy, she heard the voice on the PA system announce the train's arrival in Padua and looked again at Wade. Did I miss anything? Wade smiled with a soft chuckle. No, nothing at all. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y using the code 30605.